At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. WebmasterRadio.fm presents a show custom-built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach. From funding to finance, set up the staffing. Our CEO coaches break down the art of business development from the ground up. Now here to get you started are the experts of online business startup, management, and development. The founders of Outlines Venture Group, Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy. Welcome to CEO Coach with Outlines Venture Group. I'm Jillian Music, co-founder of Moz, and my partner Ann Kennedy is here, author of Global Search Engine Marketing. Hello, Ann. Hello, Jillian. How are you this gorgeous Monday? Doing great. So together, we're serial entrepreneurs. We help tech companies to launch, grow, pivot, and thrive. And you can find out more about us at outlinesventure.com. Now, for a couple of weeks, we've been talking about increasing revenue just at every stage the earliest stages the later stages it takes money to make money how to make the money how to find your first customers all about revenue so i guess we've been talking also about why this is all terribly important and and why don't you give us a a, a quick wrap up again just for those who are tuning in for the first time on this subject why would you need revenue so early in the game why do you want it early in the game Because you need to have money to spend money to make money. You don't want to be giving away large percentages of your company to investors. If you can make your own money, it's way better. It's like Billy Halliday saying, God bless the child that's got his own. Um, Mm -hmm. So if you can find a path to um, early revenues, you will be able to take your product out, and also you'll be able to, or your service, whatever it is, you'll be able to iterate it, you'll be able to fine-tune it, you'll be able to identify your markets. It's all just better to get out there and uh, sell your products early. I totally agree. And, you know, recently it's really been driven home to me. Um, It's kind of my job over at Outlines Venture Group to help the companies that we deal with uh, to raise their funds. And I hear it again and again from the venture capital 
certainly come to us when you are at least revenue positive. It means you have some revenue coming in. It does not mean you're profitable. Right? They would like to see early revenue. They want to see whether or not this thing is going to fly. And if you have an idea and it has never flown, there's a huge amount of risk. And you know what that risk translates to? Lower valuations. So if you yep. want to get funded for five million bucks, you'd better have had some sales. You don't have to make a lot of them, but the early sales are critical. It's critical even for angel investors. They'd also like to see some revenue now. And I'm thinking, boy, you guys have no risk tolerance. And they smile and kind of say, well, no. no, no. What are you going to do with that? How are you going to raise money if you're already making money? The answer is, trust me, you're going to need a lot more money once you have made some money. It really isn't enough revenue to get you where you're going. They're just looking for early sales. So whether you're raising money, you want to sell your company, or anything in between, let's go make some money. All right. All right. right. <laughs> All right. So today we're going to talk about kind of these 2015 marketing tactics. Um, and you found this wonderful article in Fortune. Tell us about it. Yeah, I said it was a blog by uh, Giro, Gyro, I think it's called. I think it's Gyro. I think it is Gyro. Um, it's an agency. It's a global agency. Um, I now have learned that uh, Melissa Mackey, who is uh, head of search there, is a frequent guest on many of the programs on webmasterradio.fm. Um, the I found a great blog post on some fairly surprising um, trends for marketing for 2015. And there are things that have to do with not just uh, how you market, but where, platforms, things like that. And they're a little bit eye-opening, so I thought they would be an interesting thing because we know that a lot of our early-stage entrepreneurs who want to go out and make early revenues, um, you know, they're probably bootstrapping it. They probably have to learn these things for themselves. So why not tell them a few things that I found out from uh, Gyro? Um, Sounds Michael, great. Michael, so what does this and, global Agnello. platform look like? Yeah, Michael Agnello. Right. Yeah. So, what did he say? What's the deal? Okay, there are big six, six big trends he identified for 2015, and we'll put the link up on the Facebook page to the the yes. uh, the source. Um, the first so one wait, was folks, folks. That'll be um, Facebook.com/slash/CEOCoachPodcast, and I'll tell you about that again at the end of the show. But Facebook.com/slash/CEOCoachPodcast, no spaces or hyphens. You'll find the link to the article we're about to talk about, and many other links to information that we discuss here at uh, CEO Coach on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, and the hot trends, the six of them from Michael. Here you go. First, fashionable wearables. It's not okay. just your Fitbit anymore. Um, they're getting fancier. Um, then that's uh, something to keep an eye on. Second, so I was say smart watches. Smart watches, yeah. yes, fashionable. Eight, think eighteen carat. We're thinking really fancy stuff here. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Really nice looking stuff too. Um, I'll, I'll get into some of the takeaways in the so, second segment more about these things, but I just want to run through the okay, whole list so, so we can get the right, big so, picture. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Right, fashionable wearables. That's fashionable nice. wearables. Yeah. All right. Um, modular websites. And what do I mean by that? Uh, what I mean by modular websites um, is that the interface kind of looks the way Pinterest does, where customer information is aggregated in individual cards, 
for the customer so that it's really accessible to them. And for a whole lot of reasons, and I know you've been around web development a long time, I've been around web development a long time, this is not usually how websites are organized. So um, this is a, this is a, something that's trending now. Uh, the third big thing is stand back, shrinking Google Share. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. And I it, totally agree and it's super exciting. Yeah, the uh it's it basically what happened um most recently was uh, uh Firefox sw- swapped out its uh default browser um uh, from Google to Yahoo. Now most of us who toil here at the internet know that you can change your browser anytime, but uh, do you know how many of the users out there don't ever do that? And so oh, that. Is there a number, by the way, of the people on the planet that don't know how to change it? Uh, probably, you know, a lot. <laughs> I don't have that number. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's true. Those of us who are in the industry think that the entire world is like the industry, and this is not so. It's surprising, but, you know, large percentages of people on the planet do use the internet and have no clue how to really modulate it or to personalize it. Therefore, if their browser moves from one to the next, they will go check out the next for quite some time before they will go back to the other. This does not mean that you can't go into Yahoo, search for Google.com, click on it and get back to Google. But they're going to have to do it every time, and they will be exposed to Yahoo. So over time, they may find the exposure interesting. This is a significant play for Yahoo. Yep, and that it resulted in basically a 4% swap from Google Share to Yahoo Share. And, of course, I'm talking domestically, um, you know, North America. Uh, right. Outside North America, the numbers are completely different. Um, okay. okay, next. Next big one. Um, we're seeing in some recent surveys by uh, the Fortune Insight Knowledge Department um, – about uh, decision making from uh, by, by emotions from the gut, um, which means that in many cases in marketing, and it's not the first time I've heard it, and it's not the first time I said it. Narrative is taking over data for for getting that final decision. Number five, um, on doing more with your videos than just throwing them up on YouTube. It seems that uh, some of the platforms out there, especially social media, are giving preference to videos that are actually on sites, not on YouTube. And you can see maybe why from a competitive standpoint. Um, And then the last one is, as far as channels go, there are more and more private channels, uh, which is sometimes referred to as dark social, which kind of makes me laugh because for a long time, in my early days of SEO, it was referred to as dark arts. And (laughs) here we are. (laughs) But anyway, dark social is just um, meaning that people are are communicating on things like Snapchat, you know, where it disappears, you know, after a certain amount of time. And um, and there are a number of other ones. So these are the main things that uh, that uh, Gyro found that we should that marketers should be looking at this year. So this is a bit broader than actually going out and making the sales, but it's talking about how you get the environment in which your sales can occur. And how okay. does it how does it affect increasing revenues? Um uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> let's talk about that in segment number two. So we're gonna wrap up this segment with a, a rundown again. Fashionable wearables. Modular websites that are super customer-oriented. It's like taking that personalization to a new level. Modular websites followed by shrinking Google Share, right? That that very slick play, and Yahoo's picked up some stuff. 
Uh, 4% isn't huge, but we'll talk about it. Decision-making from the gut. Is it really from the gut, or does everybody kind of have a lot of data, and now they can shoot from the gut, and actually they're coming back to the cerebral cortex? I don't know. On-site video placement, not just YouTube anymore. It's got to be back at your own site. Boy, that's old stuff. What's that going to do to things like, I don't know, hosting fees? Private channels, such as Snapchat, taking the dark arts and bringing them out of the past right to the present. And with that, we're going to take a break here at CEO Coach. Thanks so much, Anne. We're going to come back and talk about all these things in segment two. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. InternetMarketingINC.com is one of the fastest-growing full-service digital marketing agencies in the country, specializing in providing results-driven online marketing solutions. Internet Marketing Inc.'s passionate team prides themselves on staying ahead of marketing trends to create and implement campaigns that get more traffic to your website, gain positive brand awareness, and drive conversions. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit internetmarketinginc.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music with my friend Ann Kennedy. How are you doing, Ann? I am doing great, and I am really excited about all these cool things that we have found to talk about today. Indeed. Indeed. So what's your favorite here? Should we just start from the top, or should we uh, go pick them out? I I want to talk about fashionable wearables, because, you know, I think wearables up to this point have been pretty geeky and pretty boring, and, you know, plastic bracelets and stuff like that, Um, which it's okay, but the uh, modest fashionista in me says, I'd like sometimes to not be wearing black plastic around my wrist or or red plastic. so picky. So what does your stuff look like? Well, Okay, uh, Intel and AT&T have come out with what is called My Intelligent Communication Accessory, and they really need to give it a sexier name, but okay. it's, it's, it's called a Luxury Smart Accessory, um, and what it has, it's, it's a beautiful bracelet, it has an 18 karat gold uh, coating on it, and a curved sapphire touch uh, glass touchscreen and it displays your calendar your messages and your reminders um 
on our Facebook page. I will put up the link to the picture of it just so we can all drool over it. Um, but a fashionable wearable is uh, really where it's going. This might be the extreme end of it, the luxury smart accessory. The point is, the takeaway is not that people are going to be wearing these things, but there will be a whole lot of data you can collect off these. And you need to be aware. It's, it's hey, all about time? the data. data. That's my <laughs> mantra. It's all about the data. And this, <laughs> if, if people are walking around with these uh, luxury items on their wrists and they are doing their messaging, their, um, their calendars, their reminders, there's going to be a lot of data to collect too. And that's something really important to uh, Now, why are we not to. collecting it? Wait, why can we collect it from your wrist when we can't collect it from a phone? Or are we just collecting it from the phone anyway? Well, I think uh, our phones live with us. They're in a pocket. They move with us across the planet. You know, I think that's a really good, um, a really good point, and it's a really good question. And I'd love to look into it in another show because I really do believe it's all about the data. Um, I think that maybe they just aren't collecting it. It isn't being acted on as much as it could be. And now you're getting some very focused data um, in some very focused areas. So that that's number one. Okay. Modular website interfaces. This is how uh, smart companies are going to uh, present themselves to their customers. And as I said before, it's similar to the Pinterest interface where the data is collected in a way that is really, really accessible to each individual customer. I've spent a long time working in website architecture. Um, that was one of the things we did at Beyond Inc. was search-friendly architecture and usable architecture. And But the standard, the traditional way that uh, websites are built is what a, a hierarchy of information that starts with a homepage and then you drill down into whatever it is. And, in, um, and this is a completely different approach to how things are organized. And that is something that... As Pinterest and other sites do this more for those kinds of uh, things that they do, people are going to get used to this, and they will respond more quickly to that than to as they get used to it. You know, if you think about it, I mean, I can't, some people say we can't imagine ever changing how we do things, but have you ever tried <laughs> to use the yellow pages lately? You know, it's a directory, right? I am functionally mm-hmm. incapable of finding what I want in a yellow page. I'm not talking about online. I'm talking about the paper one anymore <laughs> because yeah. the Internet has taught me and now my phone <laughs> has taught mm-hmm. me to search for what I want and get the information without having to know where it is in the first place. Um, I just mm-hmm. offer that up as an example. And and I think that you're going to see a yeah. continuing trend of customers changing how they do things um, and what they expect. It's so, true. Um, it is yeah. a series of hobbling to get the information that you need. The question is, how many hobbles can you remove? How many hurdles can you remove? So think of it as putting a weight around your ankle if you're going to have to do this with our hierarchy um, source or, or form of uh, website today. Again, that home page, and then we drill down into the information until we find what we finally want. And that's after we've gone to a search engine to go find the website that we're thinking about using anyway. Now, sometimes you can land on pages that are somewhere deeper into this level of stuff but Pinterest shows you what you selected to see and has kind of moved everything else out of the way so that your homepage is what you want and I do understand why that would make a difference Um, and 
as you go further back end, as you said, you know, going into the paper yellow pages, it's like putting hobbles on both, you know, shoes. I don't know, running around with with uh, concrete shoes on. It's difficult and it's very time consuming. So yeah, I do see that as a tremendous shift in how we're going to obtain information on the web. Interesting. That brings yep. us to that next one. That's that's that shrinking Google share. I think there's a connection between how we get information, um, just, you know, stuff that we ask to see in the first place, and it's all kind of around our world and our lives and our thoughts, and whether or not Google maintains its share. Well, some um, consider it sort of a non-event. Uh, Robert Hoff wrote in Forbes that it really doesn't matter. But I think that what we've known for a long time in search marketing now, I mean a long time in web years being since last October, we have <laughs> known that <laughs> that it's really not a good idea to count on Google for all your traffic now. Um, go to where your customers are um, because they're they're not all on Google anymore. They may be in apps, they may be in Facebook, they may be on Snapchat or something like that. Unless, of course, you're willing to pay for your traffic on Google, and then mm-hmm. you can expect them to deliver it. But you know, it's it's a shrinking it's a shrinking market. Um, there are other sources, so uh, stop thinking Google is the only one. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes all kinds of sense. Okay. okay. So- I want to talk about emotional decision-making because uh, Fortune Knowledge Group recently did a survey. Again, I'll put the link up on the uh, website for us, um, on the the Facebook page. Uh, They did a a study and found that a surprising number of executives, like well into, you know, 60% plus, were saying that they now consider – uh, their gut when they make a decision. Um, yes, the data is important, but then at the final decision, they trust their gut. And this would indicate what I've been noticing from savvy marketers for a year or so now is that narrative is really going to drive 21st century marketing. You First, you have data, but you have to wrap it in a narrative because um, so data is kind of dull. It seems to me like, you know, everything that's old is new again. Um, you know, the, the idea of trusting your gut and, uh, you know, making decisions from the gut has been discussed, uh, you know, way back in the 70s and the 80s, and it was certainly discussed before that. And, um, you know, there were language around it. But basically it says, do we do intuition or do we do it simply by the facts? And um, I think that it is not not surprising that everybody understood that the medulla makes a great deal of those decisions for us, the flight or fight, and that uh, the cerebral cortex makes far fewer decisions than we think it does. But I would also postulate that with a tremendous amount of information available to us, right, we are more easily able to trust our gut. I would say so. And as John Medina points out in Brain Rules, if you want to get somebody's attention, you have to tell them a story. Uh, and then you mm-hmm. will get their attention, and then they will trust their gut, but you will have their attention. Um, so, So my takeaway number four from um, Gyro is to use strong narrative, powerful, humanly relevant stories in your, um, in your marketing approach. Ready for number five? Yes, ma'am. All right. Um, uh, Expand your channels. Yeah. Um, Expanded channels like Facebook and the social media, they give preference to to video that is embedded in your site. And when we were talking about this earlier, um, 
as I announced it, you said, "What's that going to do to hosting fees?" Maybe there's a bit. Maybe there's a business model there. You know, business opportunity there. Uh, but that is right. uh, what was a commodity will get to be at least a bigger commodity. And thank heavens for that field, huh? Yeah. But I agree with you. It is going to make some significant changes to the amount of you know space that's going to be required, the speed of your website, all kinds of things. Yeah. Right. And, be interesting. But it also it will allow you to get more um, directly. Uh, to your customers, you can segment how you how you present it on your website. Um, if you aren't sort of lost in the big YouTube, you know, uh, morass of all that, and I, so that that is a trend that uh, Gyro is telling us is going to happen. And the last one is similar, um, using uh, private channels um, where customers are gathering whispers, secrets, Snapchat, which are not as um, as clear. In fact, some may call them ambiguous um, as to how you uh, how you reach customers through this. But it, it's worth uh, considering and perhaps even embracing. And I think we need to take a break now. Um, yes, we to come do. back with some top tips on this. All of this. Yes, the question is, what do you do about all of these trends? This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy at CEO Coach. We'll be right back. More on how to get your business on the web with CEO Coach after this. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. We're back with Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy on CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. 
Welcome back to CEO Coach. This is Jillian Music and Ann Kennedy, and we've been talking about some interesting stuff here um, about the the six top uh, trends that are coming down from uh, this uh, article that you read by Michael Agnello of Gyro in Cincinnati. Uh, he's the biz dev there, and you picked this up at Fortune.com, uh, folks. We will be having the link to this in our uh, Facebook.com uh, webpage. So Facebook.com/slash/CEO Coach Podcast. So quick wrap up the six hot tips or trends are fashionable wearables modular websites a shrinking google share um, decision making from the gut becoming more popular and on-site video placement rather than just youtube and then finally the uh, dawn of private channels in the uh, social media markets so Anne, what kind of tips do you have for people who are hearing these kinds of trends moving forward in 2015 how do you leverage them to Make money. Yeah, I know. It can sound like, you know, so much uh, uh, sort of hot pot, high pie in the sky kind of thinking. But in fact, I think there are sort of three buckets you can put this this in. And if it isn't exactly one of these things, the buckets are broad enough that it can maybe help your thinking as you go forward to marketing your um, new company and your startup in uh, 2015. Um, the first tip I have is find other ways to reach your customers besides Google. Um, I think there's a huge dependency on on Google, and of course they have had the lion's market share. It is coming down a little bit. Um, Yahoo's beginning to take take some away. Bing has always taken a bit away, um, but they're not going to be your primary source of uh, ways to reach your customer because your customers are in other places. They're on apps. They're on what is called dark social, meaning the uh, the social channels like Snapchat that don't archive. Um, and so you need to look for other places to reach your customers. I would agree, Anne, and I'm, I'm looking at places uh, like expertbeacon.com, for example, one of the companies we're working with, and they're looking at the prospect of not just perhaps gathering their own traffic from uh, Google, which is you know fine enough, but what they're saying is that people will come to places like Expert Beacon uh, because they know that they will arrive there first to find their answers, um, and they will be, um, how should I say, their unique selling proposition for local search providers is that, or, or local um, you know, search advertisers, is that they capture an audience before the audience is out there searching for the service. For example, if I'm going to sell a home, then this platform, expertbeacon.com, assumes that I will also need uh, a moving van and perhaps a realtor and somebody to stage the residence and another one in my uh, realtor in my new location, wherever that's going to be. There's all this stuff that goes around moving, right? And all of these service providers, what they say is you want to capture them in advance of the time that they search for them. That in itself makes a big argument about whether or not we're really going to find everything we're looking for at Google, which assumes that we know what we're looking for. This is capturing the before you know what you're looking for. All right, let's move on. I just wanted to add to that that we've known for um, a couple of years that 30% of all product searches, searches start on Amazon. So, yes. <laughs> which just proves the thing that Expert Beacon is building their um, understanding of this on. That's right. And sometimes people just go over to Quora to ask a question rather than asking it on Google to find out that they could find it either at Wikipedia or Quora or whatever. It, sometimes that happens. Yes. They're going yep. direct to these major providers of segmented information. 
Number two, tip number two, use narrative in your all of your communications, your marketing appeals, uh, whatever you use narrative. And by narrative, I mean tell human stories. Um, to the, the, You use the data to refine your market, use the data to prove uh, your concepts. But when you want to attract the decision maker's decision, use narrative. And that could be an individual customer or it could be a high highly placed decision maker in a company that you're se- selling a B2B product to. Um, but use, can use strong narrative that is humanly relevant. Makes good sense to me too. Everybody has huge amounts of information. They have huge amounts of data. Once they have to distill it and make that final decision, it still comes down to the trust or no trust. And trust will be generated by that strong human connection. It's that shared values, goals, and experience thing that we talk about in community. Right, That strong human connection will come from the story you tell. Okay. And my favorite 21st century uh, tip is put new kinds of interfaces to work for your customers, fashionable wearables, modular websites, video in your site, private channels. Uh, change up the way you think about that. Makes sense. Don't get stuck in your ways. The old ways of getting a hold of people don't last forever. And certainly the yellow pages should be enough of a demonstration of that, as would perhaps the paper newspapers. So with that, we're going to wrap up here at CEO Coach. That's it for Monday morning. We'd like to thank our producers at webmasterradio.fm for their continuing support through the years of this show. You can download these shows through webmasterradio.fm iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, and so many other places around the web. You can find links and more at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Stand by, or stop by the page, you know, hit the like button so we know you're out there. Tell us what you'd like to hear here and what questions you'd like answered as well as those guests you'd like us to have here. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jillian Music with my partner, Ann Kennedy. You can find out more about how we help companies launch, grow, pivot, and thrive at outlinesventure.com. Till next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 